This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Daswin, Eek, the two of you eagerly stand around the shifting egg. It is rocking around a little bit in its little cradle of filled with warm sand. You can hear like little scritchy scratches coming from the inside of the egg. Is it uh, uh, is it hap- happening? I didn't expect it to be this soon. Oh, Nithris, what are we supposed to do? Oh uh, my gosh. Uh, oh my gosh. Gaswin pulls out a book and is like rapidly flipping through it, just trying to get to like the hatching stage pages. So a little crack is going to form down the length of an A. Uh, and small flakes of the shell are going to be broken to reveal a little blue snoot poking poking its way through the egg, followed by an enormous horn. Oh my gosh! Oh oh my gosh! Um. Uh, Eek's gonna go up to it and just, like, doesn't know what to actually do. (laughs) He's just kind of, they're just kind of standing there like, uh, um, uh, like, just, like, hovering their hands around the egg. Hatching, hatching. Had, oh, here we go. Okay, so we're not supposed to uh, mess with the shell. The 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 Drake needs to break out of the shell on its own. That's important, uh, apparently. Okay. So so we have to we have to wait. We have to be patient. Uh, sometimes, as I understand it, uh, sometimes they'll break part of the shell, and then it may take them hours to finish breaking the rest of the shell. But they will. They will break the rest of the shell, and it's important that they do that. Okay. Another large crack comes down as you see its little tiny dragon claw feeties uh, come up through the shell and start like kind of like pawing at it to take flex and flex of the shell off. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Uh, Jeez. Okay. I I didn't think this was going to be quite this fast. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, here. And Gaswin uh, rushes over to the side of the room and picks up a small glass case that has a couple of rats scurrying around in it and brings it over to Eek and is like, just in case it's hungry, you know, we could we can be ready. Oh, OK, OK. Um, um, Eek uh, grabs. Yeah, we Drake dashed these rats over. <laughs> Eek grabs. Uh... A rat in both hands. <laughs> Eventually, after a little bit more struggling and wiggling, instead of cracking out of the rest of the egg, the dragon, the little baby dragon, has made just enough space to kind of shimmy itself out, leaving behind an almost entirely intact shell. Um. Oh wow. Um. Um. Uh. uh, uh hello. Um. Uh, and he holds out the rat. <laughs> it sniffs at the rat and then immediately like snatches it. And... Oh, oh, y- you are hungry. Um, oh, gosh. Um, do you, do you want another one? <laughs> and he uh, holds out another rat. <laughs> it's going to snatch. 
Um, oh God, we're out of rats already. We're out of rats already. Where did you? Where's the rest of the rats? Oh, that was that was all the rats we got. That that's all the rats. And then like lightning shoots and like pings off of the walls before it finally fizzles. Oh, Eek, oh. are you are you wearing your insulated boots at this time? Uh, as you say that, we both look up and see them sitting across the the room. <laughs> Oh no! We should, we should remedy that immediately. Okay, okay. okay. And um, Eek rushes over and slips those boots on. <laughs> uh, and to to be clear for uh, folks who might be like, wait, but you don't want to wear rubber boots because then it can't ground you. That's not what we're doing. What we're doing is we're wearing boots that have uh, specific connections that lead down to the ground that do not involve going through the person. And blue robes additionally have little bits of wire and filament built into them that then lead current that hits the caster down and into the ground so that uh, you're not absorbing all of your blue dragon's electricity blasts. It's why all blue dragon priests stat blocks in QPR take half lightning damage. Like why they have resistance. Yeah. Um, so now a naked blue dragon priest is a different matter. <laughs> well, you can after long enough training with them, you can build up an inherent resistance. I think is how the stat block is written. But when you're still new to it, nude you, to it, nude to it. You need the protective gear to help yourself. Mm -hmm. The problem uh, is, is that Chapman laughed, so that encouraged me. <laughs> Gaswin uh, picks up the em now empty rat cage and rushes over to the side of the room and grabs a cage with a couple of small uh, desertous lizards in it and brings it back over. And it's like, OK, all right, this uh, some blue dragons will not eat lizards because apparently it's too much like eating other dragons. So we're about to learn some dietary stuff about this dragon. And so the dragon is going to try and like crawl out of its bassinet and like tenuously stand before falling. Okay. And smooshing its little dragon face on the no, ground. No, uh, I don't think between Eek and Gaswin that you think falling catch on the him? ground would be allowed. I think one yeah. of the two of them yeah. is Eek across the room getting the insulated boots. Just as Eek um, was finished putting the boots on, they see the 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 dragon, the baby dragon, the dragonlet. <laughs> I think uh, I think whelp is the the, the, uh, the common term. Uh, the whelp uh, start to teeter totter um, on the edge and does a diving jump to try to go catch the dragon. So the dragon will land on Eek, uh, caught and away from harm. I, th I think. And it's going to sort of wiggle its feet like uh, cats that want to be put down. I think Eek jumps too far and it lands on his back. Perfect. <laughs> so dragon lands on and kind of like looks and seems generally feet and then begins proudly marching around the room investigating its oh. little surroundings oh, oh my gosh um um do, do we have um toys to or something oh. um oh gosh uh uh i i'm not going to lie i uh i i had not gotten to the part of the book where we determine how long before they start walking this is highly unexpected for me i thought we had a few days at least uh uh well we've got 
Okay. It's a dog. Release... Like it's essentially like a dog, not a human baby. I could release uh one of these lizards and that could be like a toy. Uh let's see. Uh er and Gaswin's like, I'll be right back, and then rushes out of the room. Uh, okay. Um if Everlyn walks into this room and you guys have released a bunch of lizards, <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be so mad. Wait, also do you think dogs immediately start walking around? Yeah, puppies like they can puppies cannot they start like crawling. Sorta okay. kinda it's a little bit after the, a few days. Yeah. They, I mean uh, how like, long how long does it take dragons to start walking? Do we does, is that in Fizzbands? In what? That's a great that's a great question. I don't actually know. What is Fizzbands? Fizzbands Treasury of Dragons. It's uh, the dragon focused uh expansion that 5e released not too long ago. Okay. And I remember being super excited and like tearing through it, and I don't remember there being anything about how long it takes baby dragons to walk. So I assumed this was like a deer situation. Okay. Deers make more sense than dogs. <laughs> I was just basically making any quadruped, but it probably would make sense that most quadrupeds like hold, hold on, hold on. How why am I Googling so much stuff in these episodes? Especially when it's this your world. <laughs> take baby dragons to learn to walk. Is there information on this? Uh, no, but it does give me information on how to teach bearded dragons how to walk on a leash. Oh, okay. That's cool. Well, what do, what do you want? It, it sounds like in your world, dragons are born ready to go. Uh, yeah, and also I'm double checking on the wiki. And yeah, apparently that's 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 correct. Dragons are basically horses. Yeah, they, they apparently sometimes they'll use their breath weapon to help them hatch. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I thought that was very cute. But I, I kind of like uh, the sneezing baby dragon a mm-hmm. little bit better. So we're going to go with that because that's absolutely adorable to me. Oh, God. This is really not helping the chromatic dragons are more like sympathetic right now than the main the- party. Because it's like, they're like, oh, God, we got to rob this temple. And oh, we've got to, you know, murder this dude for the greater good. Whereas like the chromatics have like this like soft core, like domestic drama where they're like, we're going to raise this baby dragon. <laughs> yep. What can you say? <laughs> <laughs> I will point out, though, Eek has yet to name this baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Please don't name it Burp. Oh, Burp is a name for an acid dragon. Ah, yes. Um, I guess, I, I guess I, I should give give this dragon a name. Um, mm-hmm. um, I think. Um, uh, how do you feel about um sparkles? Cause like like the sparks. Yeah. You don't like sparkles. Um, uh, it puffs up its chest proudly and looks majestic as much as it can with its tiny underdeveloped wings. Wait, as in it, wait, does it like sparkles or not? It doesn't appear. It looks like it's trying to look intimidating to influence whatever its name is going to be. Okay. Um, um, how, how about, um, oh my gosh, I, I, um, Uh. um. The door slams open and Gaswin is carrying a couple of stuffed animals, a few small like rubber ball type things and um, a 
I'm trying to think of something filled with peanut butter. I'm trying to think of something metallic. I think he's got uh, what appears to have once been a blunt flail head that he is detached from the chain somehow. That doesn't strike me as baby safe. I mean, it's it's blunt, so it's not it's not like pointy and it's a big metal ball. Okay, all right. I grabbed uh, I grabbed everything. I grabbed everything I could find that made any sense for a tiny electric creature. So uh, hopefully, hopefully it likes at least one of these. And then Gazwin just kind of like spreads the toys out across the floor. Okay, um, I, I, I need to come up with a, with a name. Oh, oh, uh, this is something I read a little bit about. And uh, Gazwin like pulls the book back out and flips back. Uh, so, so like my dragon's name is Nithrice. Which is a, okay. a very a very powerful blue dragon name uh, for a female blue. We need to find out uh, do, what kind of what kind of blue dragon are we working with here? Is this a is this a little a little boy? Like what do we got? I I I don't I don't know. Um. All right, I've got I've got a few example names from the book here. Uh, for for li- little boy blue dragons, we've got things like. Skazel, Elmuxel, um, Krolden. How about Crackle? Um, no. Okay, Sizzle. Uh, Gazwin looks expectantly at the blue dragon. The dragon looks expectantly at Gazwin. I think, I think you're thinking of uh, like, I think you're thinking of second names. Uh, Juden was talking about this. How we've got like, you got to give them like a more traditional blue dragon name, and then a second name, which is almost like a nickname. Uh, so it's like... Old Gnawbone it, was not the original nickname, like the original name of Old Gnawbone. So it, it would be like Nistics, Nistics Crackle, like that sort of, that sort of vibe. Nistics Crackle. All right, it's time to break out the old fantasy name generator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Umwapras! Perfect. So, so, so one of the suggestions is the anxious. <laughs> no, it me. <laughs> uh, um, let's see here. Onun, Onun. <laughs> if you're if you're having to ask how it's pronounced, probably probably not a good mix. Uh, Chania Butrel, Harzuk. Harzuk's <laughs> not bad actually. <laughs> How about Gosh, Glindare? A lot of these were sounding really Ocean Varian for a minute there, which hey, look, is pretty appropriate. I, I've only got what Fantasy Name Generator has to offer. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Talk. Tech Talk. How's Tech Talk? Mm. Uh, you, you, you like Tech Talk? Mm. Is that positive? He looks he yeah. looks like yeah. very distinguished. Okay. Um um you're you're tech talk. <coughs> well, um I'm really excited to 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 um to, to race you, Tech Talk. I think you're gonna <coughs> be the, the best blue dragon ever. <coughs> <laughs> so 
eventually, after about a little, after about an hour or so of playtime, Taktuk is going to, you know, hop back in to his little warm sand bassinet and burrow until you can only see the top of his little snoot and his horn uh, above the sand so he can breathe. <laughs> okay. Nice. Ah, they're like a little, like a little electric alligator. <laughs> it's adorable. It's not terribly far off. Um, after a moment, Emberlyn is going to come in. I heard the wonderful news. Shh, quiet! Tactalk's sleeping. There. Uh, Gaswin, may I have you for a moment? Uh, yeah, yes, I believe, I believe we've successfully, uh, put the baby down for a nap. So, I, I should have a little time. Yes. Ink will leave you for a moment. Two of them are going to step out, and Emberlyn is going to kind of turn, just be like, so he's attached? Oh, incredibly attached. Are you kidding me? So it worked. Well, I mean, we won't know for certain that it's worked. It's, it's not completely unheard of for uh, whelps or drakes to take after their caregiver as opposed to, you know, other drakes or whelps. Do you have a concern? I think we've been leaving Eek holed up in the space between spaces a little too often and not really getting them invested in the mission. Well, to be perfectly frank with you, you were the one who were try was trying to get them invested into the mission. My thought was create our own leverage. I mean, that seems reasonably successful at least. We will get Eek's help one way or another. I just prefer Velvet Glove than Iron Fist, if possible. It's neater that way. I agree. I agree. I just, um, I think the longer we go uh, treating Eek as if they are a posh prince uh, is the longer we wait and hope that they just come around on their own to how we do things. I can't imagine they're not already there, but do you have a suggestion? I think Eek needs something, uh, something to kind of bring them around to how things are done. Something to show them what happens when people aren't in line. I'll leave that to you then. Bold, but all right. What? Who's better to show... How, who would be better to show Eek how things happen to people who don't fall in line than the person who most likely is to step out of line under any circumstance? Excuse you. I'm a problem solver, not a problem maker. Uh-huh. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a whelp to be looking after. At least partially. Just to get Eek to the point that they are willing to work with us on the silver flame thing. I don't think that's going to be hard. Wonderful. Then I won't have many concerns about you failing. Then I won't have many concerns about me, me, me. I'll pretend I didn't hear that. As if our conversations would leave anything less. So we're going to smash cut to Eek, who's going to like be gently rocking the little bassinet filled with sand <laughs> and and tuk-tuk. Uh finally knowing what it what what to expect when you're expecting. What you expect is a dragon.
Oops, I hit my mic. Let me just move that back down. <laughs> the world begins to vibrate. Bring.